Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's the Light the Lamp podcast, Brian Blessing and Cam Stewart. We like talking hockey on a quiet day, and we let things calm down for a little bit. But I got to tell you, first of all, hello, Cameron. Hey, Brian. What's happening, buddy? It's been I got to tell you, my friend. Pretty wild week. We are hockey fans, uh, first and foremost. We love to bet on the games, make money, do the deep dive, do the analysis, and we're passionate about it. But, boy, every year, you know, it's more like NHL trade deadline day where you sit down and go, this is going to be great. Oh, boy, who's going to get who and what and why? And finally, buddy, we got it. We got, we got the day where it was a Gatling gun. I mean, it started at 11 Eastern, and every 30 seconds, it was all day long. This I'm going to tell you, Brian, that they always used to have – I remember when I worked at these things too, and trust me, like I've been like right front and center of them, like putting highlight package together, voiceovers and stuff when I worked at Sportsnet. The one that was a trade uh, – remember the first one that they always do? Nothing ever happens that day. It used to be like, hey, a seventh rounder, a bag of pucks for some guy from the American Hockey League. Like it was a waste of time. We dropped so much money. It was just a, every year a joke. But this one, the free agent frenzy now, that's a whole different story. They should put all their eggs into this basket because that was insane. I do the updates on SportsGrid. I couldn't put all the uh, transactions in the SportsCast. Yeah, it wasn't you know, long enough. It was you know, crazy, man. You know what was great was there was so much stuff going on, unlike the, the Seattle expansion draft. Yes. so much stuff going on. These guys couldn't leak it fast enough. No, you're right. A lot of question marks out there, too. You know, some teams, I think, did a really good job. Other teams, I think, did a real poor job. And I'm not sure if we're going to have the – you know, the same opinions on these teams. But it's just amazing to me how Tampa Bay is unbelievable. Like, they get a big contract. They get, they get Coleman off the books. They sign point to a huge extension. They pick up Corey Perry, a guy that really helped Montreal for, for nothing. For a million and now, bucks. For a million bucks. Basically, veteran minimum, if you really want to break it down. And now this team is dealing with their cap issues. Didn't really get worse. Got another gritty player. It's like... Hey, it's Tampa Bay's world. We're living in it, but let's give them credit. They do it right, Brian. Like, their management really understands how to get things done. A-plus for them. Don't forget the stars they have, but they have the guys that drive action in the playoffs and guys that are role players, guys that do the little things, guys that kill penalties, guys that win yep. face-offs. I, I swear to you, he's one of the nicest players I've ever met and been around the game for a lot of years. I'm telling you, good for him, and he's going to help them. I mean, they get a guy like Pierre Edward Belmer. He's perfect for them in the playoffs. No, you're right. And um, I'm going to tell you, Brian, like, it's just this organization. They just seem to always get it right. When I saw Perry for that price, it's not like he's kind of a guy that is like rekindled his career too. Like that's a value play. And another thing is he's the perfect type of player to bring in when you're resting on your laurels. Like remember we talked about, before when Alex Ovechkin few, was, was swimming in Smirnoff, that's the thing. When Kucherov is swimming in Stoli in Smirnoff with the, you know what I mean, after their second cup in a row or whatever, Corey Perry's the type of guy to go, hey, listen, guys, I we've won win. two in a row. I didn't win. Yeah, exactly. I didn't win Jack. You guys <laughs> beat me, and I wouldn't mind another, you know, Stanley Cup to go with my Rocket Richard, my two Olympic gold medals, and all the other stuff that I got in my cabinet, right? So I absolutely think just from a – uh, an intangibles move, Brian, that it's a great move because this is a guy that was really, really close and nearing the end, and he knows he can get one with this team, and he'll be highly motivated. And when these guys are partying thinking, hey, are we going to go for three in a row? He's going to go, let's do this thing, right? That's the thing. You have to think about those moves. Just a very, very under-the-radar smart move. 
No, I mean, the rich get richer to a degree, but again, they, they lose a lot of guys, but they find a way to manage this money. So they did the end around where Kucherov never had a play during the regular season. It'll be harder for him, but you know what? Cammy, it's like anything. We said this. An eight seed can win the whole thing. Look at the run Montreal went on. Tampa Bay, just get in and then let your experience take over. And you got the goalie. And mm-hmm. you got Edmund. Exactly. That's, that's the thing, man. These guys just, oh, boy. I just look at this team. And, Brian, they had to get rid of, like, a deal, too, and they did. Like, they did. They're very, very, very savvy. I have a question for you, though. Um, I really don't know what Carolina's doing. Yeah. I don't know if it's up to me. Like, I really, like, I, I kind of tweeted, like, was this team trying to get worse? It was just sarcastic. But I don't like any of the moves. Like, Freddie Anderson is not better than Morazic. Ranta's all right. The moves they did, like, I know you had to get rid of uh, Hamilton, Hamilton costs a lot of money. But I just, I just don't like anything that this team is doing right now. I, I, I'm looking at them going, what, what are you doing? And Edmonton, the same way. They lose a lot of guys. I like Zach Hyman, but the players that they lose compared to the players that they get, they haven't done themselves any favors. Like when I look at it, Edmonton and Carolina to me have done really, really poorly. That's my well, opinion. You know, the one thing too, buddy, is it's stupid season. And okay. So maybe, and we'll, we got to talk about Seattle at some point, mm-hmm. but these GMs, maybe they learned a lesson in the expansion draft, but you know what? Most of them don't learn lessons in free agency. Because it's it's just Dumbledore. It's like it's dumb season. You know, and you look at these shiny toys and you got to look at the long-term ramifications. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Philip Deneau, terrific hockey player. So this guy is a wonderful defensive forward. was a matchup nightmare. Made life difficult on Stone. Montreal makes it to the final. And he's a really good player. But you're sitting here throwing out $5.5 million for this guy, for the Kings, for a long stretch. And honestly, I mean, he has his role, but he scored one goal in the playoffs. I mean, that's a lot of cake for a guy that doesn't put the buck in the net. No, I agree. And it's like, that's one of the things, Brian, you know, some teams when you watch Montreal like make their run and certain players people don't really know that start to get in the limelight and yeah they're a little bit overpriced no I'm I'm a fan too but I thought I think he got too much money and uh, I'm with you there and you you know you got to be really careful this time of the year like it seems all fine and dandy and everybody wants to spend money like it's party time but you saw what happened Mm -hmm. with like uh with Minnesota right eventually like you give you give bad deals the Buffalo Sabres we talk about them you give some bad contracts out there it's a nightmare trying to get back to where you were before and try to balance the books and, and keep everything going that's why I got so much respect for Tampa Bay this team is getting rid of numbers when they need to they're picking up good players for cheap they're doing all the right things. And you, as you said, Brian, because it's smart, they already had the core. It's not like they had to really go in to get this guy and this guy and this guy. They're just basically filling holes and doing it, doing it well. I just think some other teams didn't really do a very good job of it. Like, I like Zach Hyman as much as the next guy, too. I think he's very, you know, very underrated for Toronto. He works. But Edmonton signed – these are big deals, Brian. Like, these guys are making a lot of money. So – I don't know. I'm just I, I just look at this some of these teams and I'm like I question I agree with you with LA too. They paid too much for Deno. Okay. What is really amazing is how one move can lead to another. So this is during the day yesterday. And when Seattle 
gets Grubauer. I said, yikes, watch this. And I, as, as soon as that was announced, I said, Linus Olmark just made at least $10 million. I mean, the minute Grubauer went, the price of poker on Olmark went through the roof because the Avs were looking at Olmark. They drive the price up. Boston steps in, signs him for $5 million bucks a year for four years. Good on the kid, hardworking guy. You know, Sabres spent nine years developing him. He goes in the division to Boston, and he, he gets a $20 million contract. And here's Colorado twisting in the wind. So now that one move forces Colorado to give up a first-round pick next year, a good player in Connor Timmons and a conditional third, to get Darcy Kemper. One move had this trickle-down effect all around the league. No, you're right. Hey, Brian, hey, don't, don't worry. You, got, you guys got picked up Dell computers, right? Okay. I'm just an absolute idiot. But yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> and you got to like, uh, you know, the, the, the Kraken kind of made that, they made that splash, right? At first it was going to be Carey Price. And then even though he's from the area, it seemed like a good story. This guy's an older guy and 10 million on the cap. You get Grubauer, Schwartz, they picked up from the St. Louis Blues. That's interesting. I got, I got to give them credit though. They're just, you know, they're, they're going about their business uh, in, in the right way. I was going to ask well, how you, about though, they get, wait, like what do you need? Schwartz? I mean, they got some named guys. I exactly. Gene Schwartz is a good hockey player. Like, what do you sure. think? Like, when I was talking about Carolina, I was just very – I think they've done a horrible job in one trade. Like, the Nadelkovich deal, to me, still makes no sense. They absolutely got fleeced by Steve Eiserman in Detroit. Well, I, and, now you're bringing in, and now you're bringing in Freddie Anderson? But let me ask, like, you, let me ask you right Are right, you right kidding me? You get rid of Nadelkovich and Morazic for you're Anderson okay. and Ranta? That's well, you're, stupid. You're a Leafs guy. I mean, I right, right now, coin flip. I mean, are you telling me? The kid, Ned, we call him Ned. Ned, Ned. Ned, Ned or Anderson. I mean, Ned. who's Ned. better and who's got the upside? Ned. Ned's better. And he's, he's younger. Cheap. He's better. Morazic's better when healthy. Like, there's no debate. Freddie Anderson is an okay goaltender, but where is he, Brian? In NHL goaltenders, where's Freddie Anderson? 12? 13? He's like yeah. middle of the pack. And Morazic, Carolina, Carolina healthy. was close. I mean, I love the Nekash kid. No, they were close. And now that's what I'm saying. I don't and, now, and now you're rolling with Ranta and Anderson. You lose a defenseman. You had to. That Hamilton's going to cost too much. He's more of a saber, like a lot of sabermetrics guys, like in Corsi and all this other stuff. They they love the guy, but you know, I think the Devils like they paid a lot. But I'm just looking at Carolina. This was a team that was close to me, and I don't like any. I think on the back end and goaltending, they really screwed up. You guys can enjoy Frederick Anderson back there. Like this guy, and it's another thing. They're like, oh, Morazic's injury prone. So is Frederick Anderson. Yeah. He was hurt the whole year, right? Yeah. And you're bringing in Anti Ranta. Anti Ranta's okay, but he's not like, he's not. Nadelkovich was a good young goalie, like the franchise goalie. And Morazic, when healthy, is one of the best. I, I see it as a real, real problem if you're a Carolina Hurricanes. I agree. I agree. All right. You and I have about nicknames for about 25 guys on the pga tour got yes one, got one for you in hockey the human boomerang vtech vanacek vtech vanacek <laughs> he gets taken okay. taken by seattle in the expansion draft 72 hours later he's back in washington yeah hey not, nothing nothing wrong with that yeah i don't know what, what is washington 
they're an interesting team, Brian. Like, what do you, what do you think about the Capitals? I like they, their moves were more when they pick up Mantha from uh, Detroit yes. and some other things, right? Ovechkin's coming back, obviously, on the extension. The real question is, is he going to be, beat the Great Ones record? Everyone's talking about that. Well, he's, he's got to stay contract. healthy. He's got the contract to do it now. He does have the contract to do it. The question is, is he going to stay healthy to do it, right? I think he has, he to, has average to average about 36. 33 goals. I think it was 33 goals a season, they say, yeah. right, on that contract. Well, That's a lot. Hey, hey, listen, even on the back end of this thing, um, say even when he gets really long in the tooth, if he's struggling five on five, he's still power good. play. He's still good for twenty-one timers on the power play on the You're off right. wing. You're right. He'll probably do it. <laughs> He'll probably do it. Oh my so, All right. Yeah. So, what are you here, so what are you thinking, Brian? What's well, your, what would you take on this whole thing? Like, who did, got, I'm just going to tell you who did you like? Who do you just kind of an overview, and we'll go through some other stuff, but like. You're a really smart hockey guy. Like, what team were you impressed with, and what I, were you kind of questioning? Well, I would just say, from out of the clouds, I mean, oh, we talked last week. We wouldn't even have given them a blink. And we talked about, oh, and then nice Jonathan Tate's coming back. That's the only thing we talked about. The Blackhawks have a hockey team. Yes, they do. Patrick Kane, Jonathan Tate, DeBrinket, Tyler Johnson comes over from Tampa Bay, Dylan Strom. Ryan Carpenter's a kind of a good role guy. Uh, okay. They got to get a little more work on the bottom six. But the home run of home runs, they get Seth Jones, who can play 30 minutes a game. Yeah. They get in free agency Jake McCabe. And all of a sudden, they unload Seabrook's contract. Uh-huh. And you're sitting there, and Mark Andre Fleury falls in their lap. Now he's pouting. And he'll play. He'll play for them, right? Here's this is just the anger right now, right? Enough. Hold on. Seventy-two hours. It all comes down. Alan Walsh's agent shuts up, and the bottom line is, his family probably stays here. He wanted to stay here. He's probably not going to pick his kids up and move them to Chicago unless, say, it, it starts really well and they extend him. But don't kid yourself, Cam. He doesn't have seven million dollars in a coffee can buried in his yard, and. Oh, by the way, he wants to rack up every win he possibly can because he's climbing up the all-time wins ladder, and he wants to play for Canada in the Olympics. He's going to show up, he's going to be pissed off, and he's going to play like his hair's on fire. You're right. And another thing about Chicago was, Brian, they were close before all these moves. Like, they've been a team that's just kind of lingering, and, like, we didn't count them out. They had old defense, and now you got a goaltender there? It's kind of scary, right? Now you got a, one of the best defensemen in the league there. Oh, I I'm, for, I'm forget, with you. I know I Chicago. Forgot, I forget, like, do we look for futures on these guys? Like, yeah, I, I, they're hey, scary, man. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention Kirby Doc. Oh yeah, and yeah, and you said Taves could come back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's dealing with that stuff. Like, that's like it's almost like addition that you didn't even think about. It's like making a move that you didn't even know because he didn't play the whole damn season. Patrick Kane's still one of the fastest players in the league. He's still good. He'll be motivated. Yeah, I love Dabrinkit, too. I love that guy's game. Holy jeez. You talk about it, the Chicago Blackhawks, to me, I'd be very, very scared. Like, they look like they're putting it together. You're right, Brian. Like, I mean, very good on them. Let's give Bowman a, I mean, a tip of the hat. Yeah. Oh, you know what I will say? I mean, I don't think they're, uh, you know, they're not going to scare anybody, but you never know. I mean, but I thought Winnipeg finally did something. They're not world beaters, but getting Brendan Dillon and Nate Schmidt, I mean, Winnipeg had to get some defense because you know, they've got some weapons up front and you got Hellebuck. So 
Winnipeg finally addressed the defense. That was, and the other one is, and Colorado, okay, you, you signed McCarr in Landis Gog. That thing was kind of dragging on. They kept him. Uh, the Grubauer thing, I just saying something about Colorado. It's like, who's going to be their goalie? Well, they got Kemper. They they traded. Oh yeah, Darcy Kemper. I don't. Yeah, and they gave, they gave up a first Kemper. round of Con and Timmons for him. Huh. Well, they got screwed when Grubauer left. They like uh, who's yes. the other Johansson from Buffalo? Like they had no proven guys. They had to do something. Uh, I know. Oh, by the way, Darth Vader went to Calgary. <laughs> oh yeah. I just wanted to hear you say it. Yeah, I love Darth Vader. (laughs) (laughs) The Flames. Oh, you got to love the Flames. How about, about, like, what what year was it when Esposito and those guys, when they they played the Russians? What was that? Was that called the? A Summit Series? The the, the Paul Henderson one. Yeah. Was it 79? 78? Yeah. I think, what did we get a Summit Series this year? With Arizona and the Sabres. <laughs> send them to Greenland. Seriously, send them, send them there. Don't bring them back. What the hell are what, – what's Dallas doing? Are they trying to join, like, Bernard Langer on the senior tour? They're picking up a lot of old guys. I'm like, what's Dallas doing? Like, what is this, Team Geriatric here? Like, they're going to be sponsored by Aircorn St- Stairlift pretty soon. Like, you know, I'm like, look at these guys are picking up. Old, old, old. Okay. Uh huh. I don't know about that team. I'll tell you, there's a few teams that have been eerily quiet, and I don't, you know, I know everybody's running the cottage country, but it's not done just yet. I'm telling you, you know, Garen wants to do stuff. You know, Bob Murray wants to do stuff with Anaheim. Calgary salivating to do something big. Uh, You know, I mean, honestly, I mean, there are some teams that are just lying in the weeds that haven't done much that have to do something. Calgary has to do something. And I still say they're in on Eichel. I they still, are. I they, still. are. they have to make a splash because with their current roster, they're, they're going nowhere. Like, I, it's, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what to tell you, Brian. Like, it's just they're, – they're one of those teams. It's just like they just can't get over the hump. They just can't seem to do it. Um, Montreal, interesting. Like, you know, what are the Canadians? Well, it's funny, our good friend Gabe Marinci, right? It's funny. I learned that lesson. I've I've told. Oh, yeah. No, he was angry today. Like, when I got into the Corey Perry thing on the show, he's like, they just got close and this and that. Uh, I go, yeah, well, that's what happened. When I was young, when I was young, the one one draft, Scotty Bowman was there, and the Sabres were really good, and the Islanders beat him in the conference finals, and then the Islanders get a dynasty. Then Scotty starts to rebuild the team. The only place the guy never wins, right? Of course, never goes. But the one draft, first round, Barrasso, Andrew Chuck Housley. And then after a couple of years, you know, they lose a gut-wrenching seven-game series, and I'm, I'm still a kid. I'm, you know, young, covering them. Oh, this team's built, and, you know, there, there could be a cup in their future. They're trending the right. Never. You know, nothing, right? And it's the same thing. Montreal, oh, you got Suzuki and Caulfield and this, and everybody's all salivating and drool. Then they go and they do a box of rock moves on draft night. Then they expose Carey Price. This thing's unraveling. Now Deneau's out of there. It's like the thing that looked like, man alive, look out for Montreal. You know, it's hard yeah. to sustain this stuff, bud. 
And now they're dealing with this thing with the draft pick from the London Knights. Well, that's like, what I mean. That you, got, you, you got Canada's prime minister not worried about opening up the border. He's got a comment <laughs> on a freaking guy having sex with a chick. You like that? Uh, hey, hey, Trudeau, did I tell you? Oh, let me tell you about the Montreal Canadiens as a fan. Shut up. Like, worry about COVID, border, everything. This guy's giving us opinions on hockey. Oh, yeah, it's disgusting and whatever. Hey, I'm not saying it's great. There's probably a lot of worse guys in the league. They'll figure it out, right? They're going to take baby steps. With the guy. I don't agree with anything. You know, you shouldn't be doing that type of no, thing. Pitchers with a woman, it's immature. It's stupid. But the thing is, there's a lot of people I know that people think are great guys that are jerks. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, no, the thing I is, like, I'm not... People in glass houses shouldn't Amen. throw stones at this Amen. guy. So you know what? Amen. I know a lot of you writers out there too. I've seen some of the things you do when your wives aren't at home. So relax on what you're saying about uh, this guy right well, here. So I know well, a lot of things for a fact that I'm hey, not going to say on the say on the show. But anyway, uh, but, but he's going to figure it out. That's my opinion. You know, listen. You make the mistake. It's not good. You oh. you been no honestly. I mean, you hope it all sorts out for everyone involved. But you know, you better you learn, you grow, you mature. And, and you pray, you know, you learn from mistakes. But, yeah, second chances. I mean, who, who doesn't deserve a second chance? I mean, how many second chances you got, kid? I, yeah, I had, we've all had a few. Yeah, you. exactly. All right, so let's see here real quick. What do you make of Florida? I like Florida. Sam Bennett and Sam Reinhardt. I like Verhege. And Verhege. And... I, I like Florida. Florida, had, Florida left with a good taste in her mouth. Great I agree. I think I absolutely the in power a good off season. Yeah, the the power has shifted to me. Like Carolina was close, and I if I was Rod Brindamore, I'd be very angry at the way things have went down. I I think this team is making horrible moves. Like I, I still don't understand a lot of them. I think it's crazy. Whereas Florida, on the other hand, I like their moves. They're picking up good players. Verhage's good. You said it, man. Like all the guys they have, if they get any type of goaltending, Brian, this is what it is. I understand they had to get rid of an older defenseman, right? And th that's another thing. I'd love to see them pick up a blue liner. Spencer Knight is going to be the future goaltender of that team. Dredger's gone now, so they don't have to worry about that, right? So what does Florida need? In my opinion, they need one more defenseman, and, and they need the, one of their young goalies to step up. Other than that, I love what they're doing with their forwards. And if I'm Tampa Bay, I think the threat to them is the Florida Panthers more so than Carolina, who we, we thought was close last year. I'm not sure if you agree. I, I like Florida. Yeah, I, I hear. I a hear. lot. No, I agree. I got to ask you, your backyard, man. Okay, Felino goes to Boston. Matthew and Tavares and Nylander. Kerfoot stays. You got Camp and Bunnings and the decent acquisition. But Cam, it's still – He did nothing. It's the defense. It's, I know. It's still the defense. And Morazic's, you know, Morazic's good. But I mean, I think he's better than Anderson, but it's not that he can't save the day. That's the, that's the thing with the Leafs. Like, I don't understand. They have all these guys. Tavares is getting older too. Like you saw what happened in the Montreal series. Like no offense. This guy, I hate to say it, Brian, he's one bad hit away from like his career ending. Like, I don't, I don't even think that's a stretch. Like take a look at the wars the guy's been in. He's not a young guy. Matthews and Marner, the offense is fine. Nylander's okay. You know, but you said it like Jake Muzzin on the blue line. Like they need to get better and deeper on the blue line. They saved Hall. They wanted him not to get exposed in the expansion draft. He's good, but he's still not a world beater. They don't have those guys. They don't have those horses. And you know, in the playoffs, those are the teams that get it done. Look at Tampa Bay. How solid. 
Chernak, they got everybody. McDonough's a veteran. Hedman's one of the best in the league. Like, they got guys been there, done that, men. The right. Leafs, they have a couple good players, but it's not good enough. That's the thing. They need to go out and get a defenseman. So we got to get to the elephant in the room. But before we, we get to it, I thought the Boston Bruins did pretty good here. I mean, listen, Taylor Hall re-ups. You get Felino to come over from Toronto. It's a good move. And listen, Omar helps them in goal. Uh, we'll see what, you know, I mean, the – the Tuka Rask thing. I mean, you got to, you know, at some point, you got to move on here. Well, Halak went to Vancouver. So and, they got to play. Yeah. Right? So, so, so Allmark, you know, um, and I, hey, listen, I mean, he could be sitting on a breakout thing. Five on five, he's really good, Cam. The problem is he sneezes and gets hurt. That's the thing. If, if he stays healthy for Boston, oh, God. Uh, I hope like, he this does. team's just scary. I I actually, I hope he stays good. healthy, too. I just hope the freaking Bruins, Brian, this, the Bruins are a problem for our teams, though. That's the thing. They always uh, will yeah. be. Well, uh, listen, they always uh, will be. Uh, listen, I got news for you. Uh, there's a club hockey team here that's a problem for the Sabres right now. So, I mean, I'll be worried. I'll be worried. <laughs> Talk to me in two years about what problems are. But I'm, I'm actually excited about what the young kids are going to do for them. But it, this is a hideous the way this panned out. They get a great return. We already did this. They got a great return for Ristolainen. Not enough, I don't believe, for Reinhardt, unless. The Levy kid, the goalie, really turns into something. Then revisionist history would be, hey, they did good. But it's here's the elephant in the room, bud. Eichel sits out. Everybody's talked about Eichel. Every free agent signing, oh, Dunno went to LA. Okay, they're out on Eichel. Oh, Vegas got dad enough. Oh, they're out on Eichel. I mean, everybody that signed, they're trying to plug a hole. Is where's Eichel gonna go? I still think Vegas is kicking the tires, and I think Kelly McCrimmon was doing the smoke screens. Uh, in the media, we're done. And, oh, yeah, yeah okay. And, <laughs> you know, uh, Anaheim, Calgary, I still say Minnesota. Garen is an aggressive GM. But he, my question to you, Cameron. What about the Islanders? It's not Lou Lamarillo. Rangers. I think, Rangers. I don't know. They, but here's – we get on the funny thing, pal. We've talked about this stuff on these podcasts for weeks. And all these reports are still out there. And I'm like – Will somebody, somebody, please ask the right question? I'm a Sabres fan. I don't know how they win an Eichel trade, but I know one thing, and I'm telling anybody around here who'll listen. If this guy shows up here and he's healthy, and if is the word, and I get if is the word, but if he's healthy, you got a superstar landed in your lap. You're going to watch the games go, oh, my God, did you see what he did tonight? He averages 1.38 points a game when he's healthy. Now, this is the question, Kim. How can any team sit there and give up prox, prospects, picks, and, you know, mortgage a future for a guy that nobody knows what is his actual status? He's skating. Exactly. But how can the Sabres elicit a big return, and how can any team step up to the plate and swing for the fences if nobody knows if, when, what surgery, is he having surgery, is he okay, did rest figure it out, we know he's skating, what is his actual status? And, I mean, Kevin Adams goes, oh, yeah, I hear he's skating. He's your player. What do you mean? I know. Well, yeah, I hear. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, though. The Sabres aren't going to get fleeced, and they're not going to be giving him away. If he plays for them, the one issue I have, Brian, is he plays poorly. And then his status goes, uh, it, it, it gets worse. 
Can't that be an issue? Because they're not going to give it, them away, right? No, it can. But I would say this to you. I got no, and I said this on my show, Vegas Hockey Hotline today. Uh, listen, Flurry, you're making seven million. Go play, and you know it's hockey. I mean, you knew what it was when you signed up for. I know everybody's they got kids, and it's tough. But you know, go play. The Eichel thing, I got you know part of me, bud. I got news for you. You know how much I love this kid, and I'm telling you, he's a captain. You got O'Reilly to go out of town. He's part of the problem. Don't sit there and blame it. And yes, Kruger was bad. The GMs were bad. Sorry, you were the guy making ten million a year. Get him there. Put the team on your shoulders. So a lot of this is stop being part of the problem. Be part of the solution. And if you really want to get out, then you come back. You play your bag off, and you play so good that somebody's going to throw the throw the Brinks truck at the Sabers. They win, and you get out. Well, that's the thing, but I'm not sure if he looks at it that way because when this guy played for them, there was nights that he sulked. He didn't play well. The other guys on the team basically stepped up. Every single guy who had a heart in that team, they got good at the end of the season when Eichel wasn't around. So this guy has, is going to have to man up. He makes tons of money. Go out there and play, and you said it. Like, be the guy. You want to be the man? You got to be the man of this team. You're the guy. Show up. Don't sulk. Play. It's that simple, Brian. I'm not sure if he has the stones to do it. We'll soon find out. But the thing is, who steps up? I don't think Vegas can help themselves, you know. Now, I think they want young prospects. They want Peyton Krebs. I, I can, Vegas is always in on the Marlin, right? They're always in on the big fish. Uh, so, but I, there's just something keeps – I keep coming back, and we'll wrap it up, Kim. I keep coming back. I want Minnesota because they got the prospect pool. I keep coming back to Calgary, and I don't know why. I don't know why either. And What's I'm Calgary going to give for him? Kachuk. Kachuk yeah. and some young stuff. It better be more than Kachuk. better be more than him. Yeah. Oh, no, it's Kachuk and prospects. Yeah. And picks. And, you know, um, and then Vegas, if, is, and then Vegas is in Sabres, an interesting they, situation too, Brian. Now, yeah. like with Darcy Kemper. Like, Grubauer, remember, he was a Vesna finalist. I don't think he's like, you know, he had the best year of his career, but you still got you still got uh, Leonard. They got Grubauer. I mean, they got uh, Kemper, not Grubauer. That's right. a big difference now with Colorado. Oh, no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, this, this, this Colorado team, you know, you got to believe. I mean, they're built for the next three, four years to be a monster. But, the mm -hmm. goal, but you know what? I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, like, I don't know that Kemper's the guy, but I got news you. I don't know that Grubauer was either. Exactly. No, you're right. In the playoffs, when push came to shove, that was a difference. Like, he just didn't make the huge save. He's okay, but not good enough. Well, listen, it's been a great hockey season. We did the shows on the weekend. We did the podcast. And after all this free agent stuff, had to get your take on it. I mean, for me, I mean, I got to say big winner, Chicago. Uh, I, I think um, – you know, I keep waiting. I think Tampa Bay is still a winner because they just keep on doing it right. That's they're my winner, but I agree with you on Chicago. My well, losers, I I, I my losers are Edmonton and Carolina. Those are my losers. Yeah, no, I could buy into that. Um, it's going to be a short off season, and they'll be back at it. And you know, we'll be yapping about it because we love this sport. It's the best sport to bet. You know, that that's the one sad thing about when uh, hockey is. It's yeah, not so much when you get to the semis and the finals. We, I, what I look forward to when it comes back, Cam, 
I love those Tuesdays when there's 12 games on the menu and mm-hmm. you're sitting there and there are four plus prices, a couple of totals, play a team on the pluck line plus a dollar ninety. I mean, hockey's the best. It was great at the end of the year when the Sabres played the Flyers. I could have bought another air conditioner and fixed my <laughs> furnace. <laughs> get the air conditioner go belly up. Yeah, it's great. I better hit some winners, Brian. Olympic golf, you're next. <laughs> He's Cam Stewart. I'm Brian Blessing. It's been a fun year. Uh, So like the Lamb Podcast. Hey, believe me, uh, when camp opens and we'll start talking about futures, but we'll take a little mini break. You're up there, Cam. I mean, you know, I know you don't have one, but I'm sure you can go bump into somebody's got a cottage going up the cottage country. (laughs) Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't even left my place yet, Brian. uh, My girlfriend's having surgery the next week, and then we'll move from there. And uh, I I was getting ready to go to Seneca Niagara Casino, and then uh, Trudeau had uh, comments about the Montreal Canadiens draft rather than opening up the border, as we talked about (laughs) before. The border's not open, but cottage country is. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, maybe I'll just show up at somebody's place. Hey, everybody, and, I'm here. And, and I, I got to wrap it up on this because my my lovely bride, you you love it's not her name, but you call her Rhonda. Yeah, and Marie. Yes, she she listens to the podcast. She gets the alert when this podcast comes out. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah. Anyway, but she's not listening to me. She wants to hear what you have to say, right? And she she had tears in her eyes the other day, and I'm like, you never heard that, you know, like ride the pine. She goes, no, but it was the way you said it. I think we were talking. I think we were talking about Eichel. Was it Eichel? All right, right, riding the pine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah no, but, but riding she, more in the pine. She, she had tears in her eyes. She said, she, the, "The way you said it was, you know, <laughs> put your ass on the pine." And she thought it was the. <laughs> so, let me know. There's yeah. one. There's, there's one person out here that is really enthralled and easily amused by you. Thank you, Brian. Yes, uh, better keep on hitting winners, buddy. Next year. I, I told you I got a leak well, in my house. I gotta call, I gotta, yeah, I'm calling Sebastian Munoz from Flex Seal and uh, yeah, all sorts of stuff right now. Holy jeez, what a money pit. Home ownership blows. I can't wait for hockey season. Let's make some money. Uh, but you're the best. We'll talk soon. Thank you. You got it, buddy. He's Cam Stewart. I'm Brian Blessing, and we're glad you joined us right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network platforms and on all the uh, podcast platforms. Thanks for joining us on Light the Lamp.